0: Log
1: Talk Radio, live from Washington D.C. It's quintessential listening poetry online radio, QLPOR, as it's widely known, features a bevy of poets, spoken word artists, and live poetry readings with best-selling authors. Your host is Dr. Michael Anthony Ingram. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the program. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and tonight I will be joined by a poet whose life journey included, I'm sure, some terrifying moments. Yet she could still turn that pain into victory, and she was able to found a nonprofit, Sarah Speaks Up. Sarah Speaks Up encourages those who have lived through domestic abuse to share their own experiences and inspire others who may be facing similar circumstances to live free of violence and abuse. Everyone, welcome, Sarah Gallardo. Hello, Sarah.
2: Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here.
1: Yes, you know, (laughs) I'm a little nervous because this is a topic that people don't talk about often, and I don't know, it just makes me a little little nervous. So you have to help me (laughs) Me. Okay,
2: I'm I'm in this with you. We're in this together.
1: I <laughs> like well, I like that,
2: I like that you know, very much. I feel better already. Yes. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> and I can understand. I can understand the. I think the nervousness because, like you said, it's such a weighty topic with such potentially tragic outcomes, and yet we have to find a way. Or at least I have found more freedom in. Being able to talk about it and bringing light to these dark spaces.
1: You know, I know, growing up, you just don't you don't talk about stuff like this. You don't mm-hmm. you just don't. You know, so wow,
2: very powerful. Tell us. Well, and that's part of the reason why I think at one point these kinds of you know sort of relationship-type issues were able to continue, unfortunately, in the way that were because they were brushed under the rug. They were People were told to just go home and placate their abuser, and now I think we're learning that is the wrong approach.
1: So tell us more about domestic violence in terms of how widespread it is.
2: Well, I can tell you that on average in the United States, um 20 people per minute are abused by an intimate partner. And that is according to the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. These statistics can be pulled up so anybody can have access to them. Um, and right now, it's statistically speaking, one out of every four women in the United States um, has experienced or, Will experience domestic violence in their lifetime.
1: So, for you, poetry was a way out.
2: So that's it's an interesting question, and um, yes, yes is the answer. I started writing poetry when I was thirteen, and as you can see, you know, as we go along with my poems, um, it's starts actually with a story for my father because the abuse in my life didn't actually start with my ex-husband. It started in my home.
1: Well, when you think about poetry, Sarah, what is it? What mm-hmm. What is poetry?
2: In my experience, poetry is a safe space to express my truth. Uh, at, at the age of 13, poetry was placed for me to write down what was happening to me and feel heard without having to tell it to anyone until I felt comfortable. Uh, And I think it's also a way to connect with people on an emotional level that writing down words in in a typical way doesn't achieve. All
1: right. Let's stay with that. Why is it important? Why is it important that we do what we do in terms of
2: poetry? I think it's important because it's a way to connect with other people. it's It's a way to share our own experiences. And so these words can be shared in other languages. They can be put to music. This can connect with younger people to older people and vice versa. So there's, I think there's a real connectivity piece of it that I happen to love. And I think experiencing someone else's emotions through spoken word is just such a beautiful thing. It is. Yes, it
1: is. And as you think about your work, what are some of the predominant things that you write about?
2: In terms of poetry, I think one of the predominant themes is actually victory. It's triumph. It's, you know, I try to tell a story that is difficult, like, as you mentioned, it is a difficult story to tell. These are difficult truths. However, they are common. They happen so frequently that people would be surprised how many others can relate to them. And so, uh, you know, I think the predominant theme for me is it's getting through adversity to a place of hope. All
1: right. All right. Please
2: share a This one is called A Story for My Father. Tell you where it starts and ends. Too busy holding on to these note breaths while your memory stabs me in my sleep. Mind preoccupied as you creep. I was little then. Little still, if you ask me. All that's bigger is the spirit you tried to break. And oh, how the pain grew. Nobody knew my wounds but you. Set right when I thought I made my getaway. But The space was where I went to lay down and die. I gave up before the fight began, or maybe I was always fighting. I split shifts with daytime to guard the younger two. They grew as my pain space consumed. So all this is new to me, capsizing your cruelty and planting seeds of dreams. Deep breaths with my head on the chest of the one who showed me healing, never stealing what you stole because my gift is this. Sympathetic lies, tears in eyes will never match the ones I've cried. How lucky you'd have been if your secret died with me. Very much alive am I. Disappointments, sting. The words I've loosed tie your noose to glide inside the changing tide of my silence. Switch lips like closed lips to tip away the scars released from the bars of my heart, no longer apart from myself and no exit plan in mind this time, just decaying truth. My head held high, looking doubt in the eye, defending stolen youth. The end.
1: When you read difficult. And I don't mean in terms of the uh, this stuff, but poems mm-hmm. that are from your lived experience. Sometimes mm-hmm. your first read is like, oh, I can't do it, it's other, I don't like it, whatever. You have to hear it again. to up and listen to it again to really focus on the emotions that are in that poem. So what I'm going to ask you to do, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. is to share that again. Would you mind? Please. All right. I'm going to ask you oh, to say all your poems twice, because we want to go beyond the surface. Deeper okay. Of all right. Please
2: share it again. <laughs> oh, sorry. I... Sue, <laughs> so, you want another poem?
0: No. I was... Did you hear anything? That I was said? the moment I was just... when
2: I thought I was like, I'm not going to hear the question, and I knew that was going to happen. <laughs>
0: No, and I'm glad we're good. laughing. Because we have any. <laughs> I thought
1: I want an Oscar.
0: <laughs> I was robbed. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was a false start.
1: <laughs> what I said is that I'd like you <laughs> to share your poems twice because. When you hear it the first time or read it the first time, ah, it, yes. it feels strange. It's boring, but you have to read it again okay. to truly understand. Yes. It. So I'm going to ask you tonight, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. to share your quote mm-hmm. so that we all get the opportunity to allow it to soak in.
0: All right?
2: Understood. I got you, all and right. I heard it.
0: Don't hear me. All right. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh.
2: Laughter <laughs> is important. We need to do it. Make it about Okay. Deep breath. Again, this is a story for my father. I couldn't tell you where it starts and ends. Too busy holding on to these note breaths while your memory stabbed me in my sleep. Mind preoccupied as you creep. I was little then. You tried to break. And oh, how the pain grew. Nobody knew my wounds but you. That right when I thought I made my getaway. But the space was where I went to lay down and die. I gave up before the fight began. Or maybe I was always fighting. I split shift with daytime to guard the younger two. They grew as my pain space consumed. So all this is new to me, capsizing your cruelty and planting seeds of dreams, deep breaths with my head on the chest of the one who shows me healing, never stealing what you stole because my gift is this, your sympathetic lies, tears in eyes will never match the ones I've cried. How lucky you'd have been if your secret died with me. Very much alive am I, disappointments thing. The words I've loosed tie your noose to glide inside the changing tide of my silence, which flips like closed lips to chip away the scars released from the bars of my heart. No longer apart from myself and No exit plan in mind this time, just decaying truth. My head held high, looking doubt in the eye, defending stolen youth. The
0: end.
1: You know, it was qualitatively different. I was able to hear it the second time. Okay. To hear the words, my mind was free. I was focused. Mm -hmm. Thank
2: you for sharing. Now, what is the purpose of that poem? For me, the purpose of that poem was because poetry is a form of art to me. And I think this particular one was I needed to put these words on paper so that they exist in the world. And that once I felt I did that, I couldn't take them back once it was said, once it was written, it existed. And I wasn't going to pretend that it didn't.
1: Okay. Now, as you think about your writing, in terms of poems, do you begin with an idea, a form, or an image when you write?
0: That's a
2: very good question. And I don't always know the answer. I think – if, if I had to answer, it would be an idea. I'm trying to tell a story. I'm trying to paint a picture. And I'm trying to pull the reader or listener into an emotional experience. Uh, once I have that sort of vision in mind, I begin. And my brain just goes into a, a flow state where, I mean, one of these I wrote in 15 minutes. So it it just seems to come out.
1: I'd like to go back a moment, back to when you were 13, because one of the Mm -hmm. questions that I ordinarily ask, and I think you've already touched on this, the question is, what was an early experience where you learned that poetic language had power? So this is when you were
2: 13 or before. I started writing poetry when I was 13. So yes. Um and and none of these are from then because quite frankly the quality of my poems weren't
0: weren't the same. <laughs> Although I
2: do I I do have a big folder of all my work from back then because mm-hmm. to me I uh, you know like I said, the quality wasn't there, but the story is. The truth is still in it, and so that's why I teach them. Um, I think when I realized uh, that poetry, that language, that words had power, um, I actually was in middle school, and we had an obligatory speech. They called it a contest. Uh, you know, all of our English teachers graded these speeches that we all wrote and I was actually chosen to speak mine in front of a you know auditorium full of people and I realized standing on a podium in front of all my peers and teachers that this was a way to get a message across to people.
1: I guess I'm thinking why poetry out of all the things in the world choose to venture
2: your feelings? I need to ask myself question. Why poetry? Why poetry? That's a that's a really good question and you know, I I have quintessentially nineties answer for you. <laughs> Which, to be honest, I'm I'm now I'm thinking back to my teenage self when, you know, it was the nineties and we're we're writing what we think are prophetic things on our friends' converse and (laughs) watching my so-called life in all, you know, sort of angsty (laughs) way. I think there was – and actually, I had a friend who we would pass notes, but our notes would be poetically written. All right. So it was almost our way of communicating and being different. Mm. I don't, I don't know if that was the profound answer that you were looking for. You probably didn't envision Converse in the, <laughs> in the okay, answer to okay. that question. We take it all on this show. We take it all. Okay. all
0: right. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, listening to you, though, even that one piece that you shared twice, there's so much mm-hmm. emotion in it. And, and I don't need to be you to understand that you have going through something. That's where empathy yeah. comes in. That's where empathy comes in. So, with that emotion, can a person be called a poet if they don't feel
2: strong emotions? Oh, I. If I mean, and you're asking my opinion, I think no. I think no. I think that's. I really think that's the point of it all. I, I really think that it's. In order to evoke some kind of emotion, whether it's anger, disgust, rage, fear—pick uh, one—but you have to feel something.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've had to feel something for a very long time.
2: And You're and sure. what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Actually, that's a good segue. I'm going with yours. All right.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: (laughs) This is called The Last Apology. I'm sorry I missed you, he said, and he went inside to wait for me. A series of smiles leading up to this moment. But for a twitch of the corners of my mouth were these. The Cheshire cat at the ready set to react in seconds at all times for any reason. The reasons were abundant, overflowing like his glass after he'd had one too many, or like the sink with water pink from the blood my lip was spewing. And to this day, I could never answer his question, why? Why did I make him do that to me? This night, this night was different. A moment suspended with a new question, would it hit me? The quick, shallow breath I had been holding exhaled as the shattering of glass breaking and falling to the ground sounded assuringly behind me, no, on this day it will not hit me that bullet brazenly making contact, inevitably as it were, my windshield taking what was meant for me to its own demise. But relief was nowhere in sight as the shooter approached and said, I'm sorry I missed you, and he went inside to wait for me. The end.
1: Will you share it again? If you don't... Oh, yes,
0: I will. Okay. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Take two. Here we go.
2: <laughs> the last apology. I'm sorry I missed you, he said, and he went inside to wait for me. A series of smiles leading up to this moment, but for a twitch of the corners of my mouth were these the Cheshire cat at the ready, that to react in seconds at all times for any reason. The reasons were abundant, overflowing like his glass after he'd had one too many, or like the sink with water pink from the blood my lip was feeling. And to this day, I could never question why. Why did I make him do that to me this night this night was different a moment suspended with a new question would it hit me the quick shallow breath I had been holding exhaled as the shattering of glass breaking and falling to the ground sounded assuringly behind me no on this day it will not hit me that bullet brazenly making contact, inevitably, as it were, my windshield taking what was meant for me to its own demise. But relief was nowhere in sight. The shooter approached and said, I'm sorry I missed you, and he went inside to wait for me.
0: Do you work yes. With,
1: do you work with groups?
0: Yes, I do.
2: You work I, with I attended a domestic violence survivor support group for four years, actually. And wow. once I became a certified domestic violence counselor, I became the facilitator of that group.
1: Okay. Did you talk about poetry mm-hmm. in your classes?
2: I did a little bit, uh, you know, I, I actually have read a poem and one of my others um, I wrote for a fundraiser for domestic violence.
1: So would you think the average person that you would potentially work with, based on her or his lived experience, <laughs> would they think that a poem is letting the guard down or building a wall? I mean, you can answer that yourself in terms of poetry. Letting your guard down hmm.
2: or building a wall. In my opinion, I think it's letting your guard down. I think you have to really connect with a certain part of yourself in order to be mm-hmm. that brutally honest. And I'm not sure that that someone who's writing with their walls up can do it in a way that serves them, both the writer and the reader, listener?
1: Some people are afraid to write poetry. They can't, they think it's too privileged that only certain people write poems. But it's not the way it is anymore. Hmm. As you said, with uh, spoken word, events, things have changed. There are different voices out there. As you think about writing, my friend,
2: what has been the most difficult part
1: of your artistic process?
2: Oh, gosh, that's easy. Um, and this, this applies to both poetry and when I was writing my book. Um. And in, it, in a way, it speaks to the question that you just asked about, are we being vulnerable or are we building a wall? And I think the answer is we are being so vulnerable. Uh, I know that in order to write effectively, whether it's a poem, uh, a short story, or my book, I had to experience the, the full spectrum of emotions for the first time. And I learned that I actually was detached and disassociated when I experienced them in real time at, originally. So I think okay. the hardest part is choosing to feel all that pain in order to get your end result.
0: 63 supporting style characters. You have 982 characters
2: are you, are you driving?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Oh, no, that's oh, not the lesson. Right no. no. At 8 o'clock, no. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Poetry poems that
0: non-profit this domestic. This is, is just terrible. Terrible. terrible.
1: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> is that your computer? Six like seventy nine five so. ninety eight sixty eight. Audience cash. just hold on. Six four six seven eight two one. Oh
2: my Somebody's trying guess. to sabotage us. Phone
0: number. You think so? Place guest
2: in screening room. No. I've never had this happen
0: before. Dial cancel. I don't even know what it is. Time. Call a guest. It would have... phone number.
2: Is it your phone? No, these ones.
0: It's,
1: it's providing me the numbers Posting. that we call to call into
0: Block Talk Radio. Six seven nine five thirty
2: nine ninety eight
0: sixty eight hashtag. Ah. Oh. Well,
2: I already know that number because I I called it. Option you called it? That's right. Twenty
0: twenty two at eight o'clock p.m. Ninety minutes. Promotion. Poetry poems. Poetry. Visibility. You know. Public. Short link.
1: Because I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know how long it's going to Can I invite you back? Absolutely. Poetry yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <and violence> <laughs> I don't know what And I apologize to you.
1: I apologize po- to the audience. Like I said, again, this has never happened in 300 episodes. so.
2: It's know. really okay. <laughs> I understand completely. Technology is
0: tough. Slash yeah, slash right. com slash slash
2: um, you know, I want to give you a flip side of the coin and tell you the okay. right side is it's really good that she's saying what she's saying and not File. potentially other things.
0: She could you be saying obnoxious you. or a <laughs> kind of things, and she's not. <laughs> you know. Oh. <laughs> Call again. Phone number. All right,
2: everyone. Oh, let's
0: leave All right, we're going to
1: call it a night. All right, then. Eight thirty is right there. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh,
0: oh boy.
1: As I share with you every week, You're ready to try pass. to let poetry ring somewhere well for that. And I'll be Hi. back later. Take care. Upcoming a
0: Bye.
2: Bye. Have a great Bye. 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 Have a good night. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. What do you want to do? Remind me one minute before showtime ignore next scheduled episode. Time. Upcoming scheduled episode. Your next, next scheduled episode blah blah is in 60 seconds, counting down to zero. What do you want to do? Remind me in five minutes ignore next scheduled episode. Time. You're late to start your next episode.